Hello, this is the Hojalop podcast. So, it's been a while since we caught up on things that concern African music, Afrobeats, Nigerian music, and all of that stuff. So, I thought to bring back Hojalop podcast with an episode that would appeal to not just Nigerian listeners, but African music listeners as a whole. So, here's what I thought to do. In my opinion, as it concerns culture in Africa, I'd say African societies are culturally the same on vertical levels. For example, a person from the southern part of Nigeria would be more comfortable living in Accra than in Niamey, if that makes any sense. We have different cultural layers as we go up north or down south. It's like we know each other more, uh, feel more cultural representation vertically. So that's why I'd say Nigerians are more like Ghanaians culturally than, say, Nigerians or other societies up north. So that's just my opinion so and this reflects in um, in the way african music is shaped up i'd say we don't have do we have artists in nigeria who collaborate with nigerian artists i'd say i don't know as much as i listen to nigerian music i don't think davido has any songs with nigerian artists or whiskey or yada 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 i don't know but there's a plethora of songs with Nigerian and Ghanaian artists on it, many of which have made us dance over the years from as far as I can remember, say, 20 years ago or further down the line. But this is my own recollection. Afro beats as a general body of Nigerian and um, Ghanaian music and all those societies on that vertical line. I'm not talking francophone and anglophone countries now because we can have... Of course, we feature Cameroon artists. I know people like this rapper. What's his name? This Cameroonian rapper. It's, it's very popular. I don't think I can recall right now, but you get the drift of what I'm saying. So even with the language barrier, we still connect that much. So today, what we are going to be doing is giving you the top 10 song collaborations, Hot Jellof's top 10 song collaborations between Nigerian and Ghanaian artists. Now, I'd make this list based on three criterias. The first of my criteria would be the sonic importance of the song. That is, how well the song sounds to the listener. The second criteria would be the thematic construction of the song, what the song talks about and how well it talks about it. If you are familiar with the Hot Jell podcast, you would know that we don't give a fuck what you are talking about. As long as you talk about it well, that is what the Hot Jell podcast is all about. And I'd say that's about it. The third being the impact of the song on the cultural representation of each of our countries on each, o- on each other. Like, say, the Nigerian lingo, how it goes into the Ghanaian society with 
Nigerian music and how the Ghanaian, of course, Nigerians also say Charlie, but I think Ghanaians use that language first. So let's put our Jollof banters and Jollof words aside and let's dive into this without further ado. Number 10 song for me is not a surprise that it's on this list, even though many people would not give it much thought because much thought because it's on an album with so many good songs and it's kind of like a gem in the midst of other gems something like that yeah so number 10 song for me on this list is burner boy and manifest another story this song is an absolutely great song because it talks on the topic that Nigerian and Ghanaian artists don't talk on too much because it's not a relatable, as much as it is relatable, I don't think it is commercially viable to talk about it. Nigerian artists and Ghanaian artists don't talk about politics as much because they feel, okay, we are going to talk about, we would sound like a broken record if we do. So except the song is outstanding, it doesn't get that commercial replay or that commercial what would i call it that commercial feedback from the masses because everybody's saying the same thing so why would we want to listen to you say the same thing and pay you for it so the song has to be very outstanding to get attention like that so i think this song does well in that regard because it's a very beautiful song to listen to the video is also a very great video the cultural impact I mean, when the song came out, it, it sparked off um, this um, Real Nigeria company and the Nigerian trade deal, how they sold Nigeria to the British company for a certain amount of um, pounds and all of that stuff. So I think I think it's a very great song on this list. And the fact that it features two countries with basically the same background being colonized by the British Empire and, um, well, let's say decolonized instead of giving independence we decolonized so it's a very good song and the both artists killed it with regards to how we have transitioned from being colonized by foreign powers to even our own politicians who don't really give a fuck about us they just you know so kudos to Bernard boy and manifest for this song another story number 10 song on my list on top 10 nigerian ghanaian collaborations on music Number nine song for me on this list is Kidi featuring Mayokun and Davido or Dory Mix. I don't I don't think I pronounced that well, but if I didn't pronounce it well, I guess you just have to go with the flow. This song is a blessing because it came out at a time when you life was still good when it came out. Life was still good. It didn't come out during the corona period. So everybody was still in their feelings and well, it was good. It was normal. Everybody was feeling loved up and it was such a beautiful song. I remember I used to go to a friend of mine to listen to the song on their earpiece because it was that nice. I, I don't think I had the right equipment to listen to the song at the time. I mean, it's a song of a profession of love from one person, which is the male character of the artist to the female center of attraction i mean they are professing their love through their monetary background 
having 30 billion and not having 30 billion and all that stuff. It's a very great song, very sonically nice. The harmonies were there, the melodies were there. Auto tune, I know, but I mean, if it's good, it's good. I'm not going to, I'm not a music coach, so I'm not going to see this and that and this and that and this and that. And with regards to impact, I think it did well for Kiddy's platform. It gave Kiddy a platform in Nigerian music, which ordinarily he wouldn't have. I mean, you're featuring Dividu and me, you're going to 2017, 2017, 2018. Come on, you ought to know that you are going somewhere with it. So, big song for me, number nine on my list. I'd say Kiddy featuring Miyoko and David O. Odori mix. Number eight on my list is Paturankin and Sakodi No Kissing Baby. If you didn't hear this song when it came out, then you must have been living under a rock because this song was mighty, mighty, mighty big. It was like top five songs across all platforms when it came out. It was mighty big, doing well in Nigeria and Ghanaian and music industry. The fact that it was one of those songs that even blew part ranking overseas. I mean, he had a UK fan base based off of this song. It was... It, I, I believe this song had come out when well, TikTok was very, very much active in this part of the world. I believe this is a song that would do well on TikTok and, in fact, boost sales and all that stuff. So big song, big song, impactful song, and the melodies were there. The music was nice, and you know, I love Battle Ranking. I love Sakodie, so why not? Number eight on my list: Battle Ranking and Sakodie, No Kissing Baby. Number seven on my list would have to go a little further down memory lane. It's not a song that many people who would listen to Nigerian music these days would be familiar with. But it's something I'm familiar with because I usually listen to Nigerian music back then on STV, Music Africa, you know, and all that stuff. They'd play these songs and I'd just pay attention to how the music and it was it was I think it was at that time I was getting my awakening in the Nigerian music industry. I mean kudos to me and all those who did back then. Tic Tac featuring Tony Tetwila, Fefe Nefe. They had been interpolations over the years. They had been sampling of this song over the years. But many people do not know this song exists. And I think they should because it's a very great song. It didn't do too much for TikTok, But it did well to solidify Tony Tetwila's presence in the Nigerian music industry. I think Tony Tetwila had a run between 1999 and 2006-2007. Very massive artist back then. So everybody was hoping on his... So, this is one of those songs that he did mightily well for me. And I think this song actually opened doors for Nigerian and Ghanaian artist collaboration. I may be wrong, but I think this is the song that did it. As concerning um, modern day Nigerian music industry, that is, I'm not talking about the 70s or 80s. I'm talking about these days Nigerian music. This is one of those songs that opened the doors for that kind of collaboration. And, of course, it's a big song in that regard. It has very good melody too. It's very much listenable to something that you can play on a Sunday. On a, in fact, any time of the day. If you like Nigerian music that much, you can play it any time of the day. So, Number 7. Fefenefe, Tic Tac, Tony Tetrila. Number 6 song for me on this list is a song that opens those tiny gasps of nostalgia for me because... It came out at a time, I was listening to it at a time when I was finding myself as a listener of music. I, I was 
let me just say this song so you can relate to it. It's R2B's and Wizkid, Slow Down. It's one of those songs that sounds so old and yet so new. You you know the artists tried to achieve that effect on you, but you can't but doff your heart for the intention at least. It's 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 all there. It's good music. It's good storytelling. It's very vibrant performance. You can feel the echo of their emotions through the words that they say, through the way they sing the songs, and very beautiful in my opinion. It's a top five song, but on this list, I'll put it as a number six because of personal bias for most of the other songs on this list. Even though they are very good songs. I'd still say personal bias is involved because this song is a top five song objectively on every other person's list. If I were to make this list with some other person, I, I believe they would put it as a top five because it opened doors for other songs like Tonight, Super. I don't think R2Bs and Whiskey have ever missed on the feature. They don't have a missed song. All their songs are all hits. And I think that goes to say how well their chemistry is as uh, musicians that they are. Number five song for me on this list is Sakodie featuring Runtown Painkiller. I love, I love, I love, I love this song. I love this song. If you don't love this song, then I don't know. Uh, your singleness, uh, they should probably just lock you up in one jail and throw the kids away because, come on, what's, what's there to hit about this song? I mean, Runtown was just coming off that mad over you vibe, so the the confidence was still there, still is, still is the, but it was still fresh as a then. So there was so much he was doing on the song with those melodies that be hitting the right spots of the listener. You know what I'm trying to say, and of course Sakodie was coming through with those flows, those his twee. And I don't know, is it to you speaking? Abiga, Abi, he has to be speaking one of those Ghanaian language, but I don't know which one of them is speaking. So it, 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 it's a very fire song, even though you don't know what was being said. As a Nigerian, I think Ghanaians would know what was being said, but I don't think Nigerians know what was being said by Sakodi. But it's a very fire song, and it's the number five on my list. Number four on my list is Mr. Easy and Efia Skin Tight. Now, Mr. Easy has had one of the best runs of a debut artist in Nigerian music industry ever. I think the only people who would come close to his run in 2015-2016 would be Omale or Lil Kesh. I think those are the only two people who would come close in their debut year. Even Whiskey didn't have it that good in his debut year. I think Whiskey stayed till the other whiskey was known in 2019 and it wasn't until 2011 that he was regular big in nigerian music industry if that makes any sense davido was known in 2010 but it wasn't until 2012 that he was regular big i think the first time i saw davido on personally the first time i saw davido was on one news magazine paper i think it was arise something 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 and he was on the front paper with um, Ice Prince and Whiskey. I was like, who is this guy? I mean, why is he on this page? So, I don't think... But when Mr. Easy came out, he was a face already. And there is no other 
way to put it than to say it was this song that gave him that leg and that network in the Nigerian music industry at once. Everybody, it was something fresh, something new. He called it Banco music. So it was not something we had heard so often. And it was crazy, man. Crazy, 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 crazy stuff, I tell you. Skin tight. There is no way you'd play this song and you don't get those goosebumps. And Efia on this song also made this song what it is because Efia was a more established artist as when it came out. So I think her presence on the song boost, helped boost the visibility of the song. It was like a publicity stuff with her on it. And I think it paid off bigly, impacted Mr. Z's career, impacted Efia's career. I think Efia is a very big artist, even though she's a little laid back with the featuring and all that stuff. And she's not that public as a person. She just does a music thing and goes back to relax, you know. Something like Asha. That's what Efia is. But a very good, very good one, I, I'd say, too. As with Asha, of course. So number four, that's Mr. Easy featuring FR Skin Tight. Number three for me is R2B's featuring One the Cool. R2B's again. I, I, I told myself at the start of the Hot Chalop podcast that I would not have an artist twice on my list. But I can't help it. Some of these songs are just so impactful and just so good that you cannot but mention them without sounding stupid so if there ever has been a very 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 good song as rtb is featuring one cool kiss your hand i don't think i don't think i don't think that artist would ever ever not release it it's it's it was so good that as at the time it came out it was first of all named ghana freestyle I think I recall Ghana Freestyle because I had an MP3 player as at when it came out and it was always saying Ghana Freestyle on my MP3 player. And I later found that it was called Ghana Freestyle. But it was so good that even after it had leaked as Ghana Freestyle, they still released it officially as a single, which is Kiss Your Hand and made a video for it. It was that precious as a song, you know what I'm saying? When the call was passing, I think it was off of his strength at um um motion to more hits album so he was good mighty good at that period he was killing features that i think it was during one of his tours i think i heard it from stv back then that was during one of his tours to ghana that he met up with r2b's and um, the producer of the song and they just dropped the beat and he started going and going and going and going and going i think one of the, some of the best songs in life you'd ever hear are unintentional and this is one of the evidence that you can never go wrong with pure vibrations. If it's pure, if it's unforced, you can never go wrong with it. So I fucks with this jam bigly because of that. R2B's, when the cool, kiss your hand. All of the songs I'm calling are songs that you'd play on your phone and you'd forget that you have other songs on your phone because they are very good songs. They appeal because of the chemistry that the Nigerian and Ghanaian music industry has with each other. And um, individual brilliance sometimes shine through. And of course, there you have it. Number two song for me on this list is a song I listened to recently again after a long period. And I thought it was too good to be left out. 
it was too good to be forgotten. It, it's simply a song that is evergreen. There, there are songs like that that are evergreen. I mean, everything Tubaba does is evergreen. So Tubaba featuring VIP, My Love, is an evergreen song. It's more than a classic. You know, classics are songs that you listen to. It's like, okay, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But evergreen songs are songs that you listen to and be like, okay, did they just release this song last week? Because it sounds so green, so fresh in your ears and all of that stuff. I mean, Two-Face was proper big. VIP was proper big. And I think that is why this song sits on number two. If this song had done so much an impact in their careers, then I believe it would be number one. But they were proper big artists before this song came out. And it came out under Kenneth's emblem. So, my love is number two on this list not because it is not one of the best collaborations ever between nigeria and Ghanaian artists but it's because the song didn't do much as regards impact of course one of the criterias i gave it didn't impact too much on their careers beyond what they already were which were big stars at the time but melodically it's a very good song of course the production would not be as top-notch as you'd expect of these days productions but it's a proper big song so if you find yourself listening to any song and you think you want to listen to a tubaba song i would recommend this song for you tubaba vip my love number one song for me on this list is whiskey and fya daddy you this is the song for everybody from children to old folks to adults, parties, birthdays, graduation ceremonies, call to bar ceremonies, medical students induction ceremonies, whatever, man. I mean, this song was on Pacific Rim, it was on big movies and all that stuff. So you have to give props where props is due. This song did a lot for Whiskey too because it opened him to a market in the US which songs like Shaba, which featured Chris Brown, Trey Songs and French Montana did not do. So you 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 know sometimes these songs do not even conform to promotion. They don't conform to featuring they just click when they click, you know. If the record is good, they click when they click. That's what I believe good songs are all about. So, I, I give it up to Whiskey and FIA for Daddy Yo because it's a mighty good song. And what else can be said of that? So, that's all I would say about Nigerian and Ghanaian collaborations on the Hot Chiller podcast for this episode. If you listen to this episode and this is your first episode, there are other episodes on the show that you can listen to. So, you know what to do. Instead of going to watch <coughs> you know don't watch <coughs> just listen to hot jello podcast and feel yourself for the sunday and enjoy your hot jello so we'll be seeing same time is it same time i don't know i don't know you can look out to me to come later or earlier anytime sure i can come it depends on what i'm on so that will be all for this episode and then um, do well to check again say next week sunday and there'll definitely be another episode for you to update your playlist in get some of my thoughts on nigerian music african music afro beats afro rave afro juju blah 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 blah, blah. so we'll see you again next week i hope 
I believe, I trust, and I know. Do have a lovely weekend and a wonderful week ahead of you. Bye.